everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. It is your host, Katie Zaccardi, and on today's episode, I am chatting with Megan Carey. She is an artist. She has been hailed as healing, inspiring, and infectiously joyful, which I love. <laughs> um, she is a touring artist and involved in many, many different projects musically, and she's just an amazing person. Plus, she's an alumni of Ouch Launch Patreon Edition. So today we're going to talk a little bit about her career, why she wanted to launch a Patreon to kind of round out her music career, what it's been like running one, what the process of getting it started was like, and the changes that she's making and what she's thinking of now that she has ran a Patreon for six months. We also talk about where her audience was at before running and how that converted uh, into the success of her launch. So if you're thinking about launching a Patreon or you're just curious about what having a Patreon could do alongside your music career, I highly encourage you to listen into this episode and with that being said today we are starting the 24-hour countdown of out to launch patreon application calls closing so you've got to book your call by end of day tomorrow aka thursday august 25th 2022 if you're listening to this live So you don't have to have your call by tomorrow, but you need to book your call by tomorrow because that's going to be the last opportunity to get on the calendar. So if you are thinking about launching a Patreon, I highly, highly encourage you to schedule a call with me. And you'll hear Megan talk about it at the end, but she's just like, just schedule a call. It takes nothing but a little bit of time. And if you're not sure if it's a good fit, we'll talk about it and we'll we'll make sure it is a good fit before you go ahead and join. So... I look forward to chatting with all of you. Again, Out to Launch Patreon is my five-month group coaching program where you will go from Patreon idea to fully launched Patreon. And if you already have a Patreon, this is still a perfect program for you because it will help you tweak the Patreon that's not reaching your goals right now, help you relaunch it, and do it in a way that makes you uh, get those goals, get those people in, and feel really, really good about the value that you are providing inside of Patreon. So you can go to katiezaccardi.com slash Patreon to learn more about it. Uh, and the link to book a call is on that page or right in the show notes. So remember, you need to book your application call by end of day tomorrow in order to have the opportunity to potentially join the program. The application call isn't binding, but it's the only way for us to make sure it's a good fit and chat before you are invited to join the program. All right, without any further ado, let's hop in today's episode with Megan. Hey, Megan, and welcome to the LTV podcast. Hello, Katie. It's great to be here. It is great to have you here. So today we're going to talk more about Patreon. We've been talking about it a lot on the podcast because Out to Launch Patreon Edition is open for enrollment and you are an alumni of the program. (laughs) So we're excited to chat with you. Before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I am a a singer-songwriter, playwright, actor, activist, mom, um, and my name is Megan, Megan Carey, and I actually also just started a new project called Tangled Humans, um, and I have a project called the River Rock Project. So I have I have my hands in a, a bunch of different things. You know, music is what I do for for my living. So, so that's that's who I am. So yeah, that is who you are in in summation. <laughs> so a year ago, right around this time, you decided, hey, I'm going to take the plunge. I want to launch a Patreon. I'm going on this journey. So talk to me about where you were a year ago, which I can't believe it's been a year, but like, what were you thinking? What did you want out of Patreon? Where were you at in your career that you were like, this is the right next step? Yeah. So the first thing is that I, I was like, oh, you know, this Patreon thing, I, I see people doing it. And, and I was a patron of a couple of my artist friends. And I was like, oh, you know, this is, this seems like a good thing to do. And, and I, 
and I and I really had it kind of small in my mind. And then I heard I was introduced to you and I was introduced to your your course. And when I heard you talking about it, I was like, oh, well, maybe this can be bigger than what I'm thinking it can be. Yeah. Um, and I have a tendency. I mean, I know me. I have a tendency to, um, you know, to keep things small and manageable in my mind and and uh, and not always let things grow to the potential that they can. So I thought, man, I think I need to just if I'm going to do this, um, I need to I need to do it right and do it big and 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 I and I don't want to get overwhelmed by it. So I need to ask for guidance and guidance for some someone to think to keep urging me to to think bigger and to help me stay on task so that um, every squirrel doesn't distract me because they kind of do. Which is <laughs> so funny. And I feel like that's true of like a lot of creatives and it's not uh, for bad reasons. It's just because we always have so many ideas that it's like, oh, let me try this. Let me do this. Let me do that. And whether it's all within one same project or a million different projects all at once or both, it's so easy to just get like distracted and want to go in a million different directions. So I hear you on that. So what was the thing that made you take the plunge and actually join a program to move forward with it? It was when I spoke to you in person because- um, In person on Zoom. Yeah, in person on Zoom, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, because I, um, there were a couple things, like first I, I needed to know that that you were legit. I mean, I needed to know that that you also not only knew your stuff, but that you would, that you knew how to teach it. How to how to guide me through it, mm -hmm. and um, I can be a tough student sometimes. So I think I kind of put you through your paces when we first, <laughs> and um, and I was like, boy, she's just keeping up big time, <laughs> letting me do any of my little tricks that I do. <laughs> so I, I, I love what I love about you is that you want to know exactly what's happening, when it's happening, how it's happening, but also you have so many creative ideas that like need to be considered and. That was, that's what I love about you. That is what makes you amazing. <laughs> and it can, I'm glad you love it about me because it can make people crazy. Cause I, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the OCD side and the ADHD side. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa I don't know, side, you know which, which side of my brain is on today, you know? Um, so yeah, so I felt like you had so much to offer as far as really, first of all, like I said, taking it to a much bigger level than I thought a Patreon could be. I'm, I was thinking, oh, you know, I'm gonna like do, I'm gonna give five bucks a month from a couple people, you know, and mm -hmm. and uh, and you really didn't allow that to be um, a, a thing. Mm -hmm. No, 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 that's not, because, and and I don't, you said something, and I think you said it in that first meeting, it's like, as long as you're gonna do it, if you're gonna put the time into doing it, do it big, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it takes just as much time to service a Patreon for, you know, a, a couple $2 a month and $5 a month and $3 a month people as it does for a couple, you know, $10, $20 a month people. So, yeah. you know, I hesitated because, because I, I like to say that I'm, what's that word? Not, um, not frugal. <laughs> that sounds, but I'm very, um, the word thoughtful, like intentional. Uh, yeah. I'm very intentional about where I spend my money and I always run it by my, my partner, husband, musical partner, business partner, because he's got a good head on his shoulder about it. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm like chasing a, like, oh, this 
sounds like it's going to be really fun and and it'll be great and he'll he'll say wait okay so so do you really have time for it mm-hmm. you, is it really worth it can you just do it on your own can you just get this information off youtube can you you know he asked me all those questions and i went through them all and i was like yeah no i i i um this this is going to be worth my time and it has <laughs> <laughs> i've made back you know, a long, a long while ago, I made back all the, the investment that I put into it as far as financially. So that is what we like to hear. <laughs> okay. So I've got a question for you. And this is something that a lot of potential OTLP students have. And that's like, is my audience ready? How do I know if my audience is ready? What number is a good number? And I've always shared that there's no right or wrong answer. It's not about like a specific number. It's about having an engaged audience. But I'd love to ask you, where was your audience at when you started? So like, if you happen to know the number, what was that? How engaged were they? What did it look like when you decided to launch a Patreon? You know, they, um, I had a pretty good, I had a pretty good audience. There was a group of them that were very engaged. But it was kind of a small, there was a small group that were really engaged. And then everybody else was kind of in and out engaged, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, so I felt like my audience was ready to kind of get the next thing that and make that would make them feel like they're getting a special piece of me. Because I found that every show, you know, afterwards, every person wants to come up and talk to you and 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 be you know tell you there how the the show occurred to them how a certain song occurred to them and and to connect and that they can't always do it after a show i got the feeling that people were really on the ride with me at least at least a big enough group that i could um i could start with them okay so a couple things there First though, if you had a ballpark, a number of people that you were like, yeah, I feel like there's like 20 or 10 or 30 people. Like, what was that number that you're like, I feel like there's this many who are engaged. I think it was about, you know, there were like 30, 30, you know, I don't know, 20 or 30 or 40. <laughs> I'm really bad with numbers. <laughs> like, number. Okay. Of people who you were like are really engaged. And this is the key as well, that you felt it like they were reaching out to you they were talking to you they were wanting to share things with you and i think that's a really crucial step because that's how you know they're engaged and that's how you know they want something more because they were basically saying that (laughs) you know what here's here's a here's a key thing because um their engagement was a lot live and there were most of those people were in my my physical area where I play the most Mm. wanted to be able to there were people that I was like oh I know they would be that engaged if they had the opportunity but they're not here you know I'm in in Philly in the Philly area they're not here in the Philly area so they're not like you know um they don't have an opportunity I wanted to create that opportunity for them and I my next move is to capitalize on some of those um may have to take my refresher course or something. <laughs> yeah, go through it again and do another relaunch. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, okay, amazing. So that's where you were at when you started. Tell us a little bit about what the process was like of actually figuring out what you wanted to put out there, what the offer looked like, and before even the launch, just like creating your Patreon. So that was um, not ex- at all what I expected. Uh, the first thing was that I had in my head what I thought, oh, this is what a, a Patreon is and this is what I should offer as a Patreon. And um, one of the first things you had us do is actually 
ask our, my fans, are you, what do you want? Yeah. And it wasn't really that much in line with what I thought they wanted. <laughs> I mean, they really, they, they had different ideas. And um, some of the things that I thought were no brainers, they were like, no, I don't, you know, I don't really, I'm not interested in that, but I'm, I'm interested in this. And so the, pro so that was the first thing that kind of took me by surprise. And then it took me a lot longer than I thought to really uh, hone in on and focus in on what I wanted to offer. And I realized that if, had I done it on my own without like meeting once a week with everybody and doing what we did, um, I probably would have just been like, ah, I, it's too much. I can't mm -hmm. figure it out. So um, I really appreciated the guidance and the feedback on that. And then when we got to the end, um, the, the actual making it happen, I had all of this stuff come up for me that I was like, oh, I'm it's it's I, I'm not I'm not ready. I don't have it together. Da, 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 da. And um and again, that's a place where I know I would have fallen off of the 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 train. I would have mm -hmm. just not finished. Yeah. But you you uh, I was very grateful for your coaching at that at those places when all the stuff that comes up for me comes up because because yeah. doing a Patreon brings that stuff up. It just does because you're putting yourself out there just using the word fan. I was like, I can't call them fans. <laughs> like, yeah, you can. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. And and and, the, and there was uh, describing what they're they were gonna get, and I kept talking about what I was, what they were gonna give me, and and just how how grateful I was. And you're like, yeah, but they're gonna get something. I'm like, yeah, I know, but. Yeah, <laughs> I really needed that coaching, and um, and you know, you could say it to me a hundred times, but 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 you had to say it to me a hundred times. I really had to hear. Yeah, it. it's so funny because right before this, I was on TikTok and I saw a video from Nick Kroll, who is a comedian. I'm sure both of you guys are familiar with him, but he had made a a video promoting his new Netflix special, and he was like. Hey guys, my new special on Netflix is like coming out um, uh, soon, whatever. We've worked so hard on it. Like, I think you're going to love it for this reason. Um, and then I, <laughs> the rest of the video was him like basically taking a dump in the woods. In the woods. This is not an elegant uh, TikTok. It's Nick Kroll. He was being funny to, to promote his thing. But I was just thinking about the beginning of that video where he did just like the typical thing that all artists do. Hey, this is my new project. I work really hard on, I worked really hard on it. You should check it out. And it, this is something we talk about in Outlaw Launch Patreon all the time because your fans don't give a shit how hard you worked on something. You could have recorded an album in a cave for three years and you weren't allowed out or you weren't allowed to be like fed until you like produced art. They do not care. What they care about is the final product and how it impacts them in their lives. So I love that you brought that up because that's one of the biggest shifts I think that people go through is like not only embodying that, but then also figuring out how to confidently talk to their audience from that perspective. And like, almost like approach your music career from your fans eyes and what do they want to see what do they need to hear and how does that work because that's what really makes a patreon successful and sales successful and that those skills you know go beyond patreon too <laughs> it goes for albums tours and anything else yes yes i mean they they were these i would say that i learned a lot of uh 
life business skills doing the Patreon thing. And I, like I said, I really came up on some, uh, came like smack dab face to face, butt to butt with um, some shit that I, that I, that happens for me that, that comes up. And I, and, and in, because we, I was in this, this course and had you right there, a coach right there, um, I really was able to, to actually deal with some of that stuff that would have derailed me, you know, and has derailed me a lot yeah. of times. So it was there. Yeah. It's the, the Patreon was a great thing. I got out of this, but I got a lot more than that is, is something I'd like to say. <laughs> and I think that when we were creating your offer in particular too, there were so many ideas that you had and that your fans had and that process of really like sifting through all the information and figuring out what actually makes sense and what do you want to deliver every single month? Cause that's what you have to think about too. Like it's easy enough to be like, here are all my big ideas. Wouldn't this be so cool? But to actually be like, okay, what can I like literally do <laughs> like physically, right. mentally, what can I keep up with? And you know, I do want to say, because um, this is this is real, uh, I am going to need to adapt my stuff because I didn't, you know, you can't know until you know. It's true. And I and I and I I created what what I got feedback about, and and I did create something that I think my fans really wanted, uh, want and 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 that I thought I could do, and um, one of the things that's happening to me is that the shift into back to touring. I mean, I'm a touring musician, mm -hmm. so I am not my, my time is being spent differently than it was when I was, when I designed this. I also realized that I want to give more people access to stuff. And so I want to talk to, I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to talk to you about how to do this, how to, how to shift some of my, um, shift some, some of the perks around a little bit. Yeah. And I did find that the the thing that I knew I wanted to do most of all was the um, the actual Zoom uh, one on ones, the sounding board sessions, because I really wanted to connect. I, I like to connect like this as opposed <laughs> to connecting uh, through social media as much. I like I like I like to connect in person, even if it's in person Zoom. Yeah. And, um, and those have been those have been great. Like the, that's been something that even, even as I'm, you know, on the road and stuff, I, I make sure I do those. And I think that people really appreciate those. So, yeah. So I want to talk about the launch, but this, what you just brought up is a great question that I want to ask first. And that is what perks or things inside of your Patreon are your fans like most excited about? Like now that you've run it for six months, basically, what are the most, what are the things that you're excited most to do and that they're excited most about? Um, I think that my, my fans that are at a certain level and they're at a, at a pretty high level that get to come to the monthly sounding board sessions. I think they're that they're really into and they're into when I, um, I'll do a video sometimes if I'm working on a song and it's like just part way there and then, and I'll just be like, okay, well, here's what I've got. And I throw that up on Patreon. And then maybe three days later, I'm working on it again. And I'm like, I think it maybe goes like this. And that is engaging to them because, because they, they are coming along on the journey with me. Um, it's much more that than, you know, like things that are more like traditional posts and stuff. I do have, I, I have, 
um, had a question in my mind about how much people are finding out that I'm posting because as a patron myself for other people, sometimes like I get all, all of their emails saying, Hey, I posted something. And sometimes I just don't open them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we all know that, like, sometimes yeah. I, I don't have time. I might put it in my read and review file and, and then I'll never even get to it. But, <clears throat> and then sometimes I'll just go and I'll go through a, a bunch of them at once. Um, so I, it might not be that people look at stuff right when you post it and, and you got to kind of know that. And uh, so, but I think the, 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 the process stuff seems to be what they enjoy the most and it's what I enjoy the most. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay. So you created your offer and then you go to launch it. What what did you learn, come up against experience when you were actually like promoting your Patreon for the first time? Okay. Well, I have to say the launch was, it's brilliant. It's, uh, you know, no one else I know who had done a Patreon had launched their Patreon. Yeah. they just started a Patreon. <laughs> and I, it was the, the event was so much fun. It was, it was just, it was so much fun. And people, people talked about it for quite a while afterwards, the, the actual launch party. You know? I love that. And just for some context for our listeners, the way we do it is we essentially have a kickoff event where you get all of your people there for a totally free event that's virtual and you do, it looks different for everyone, but you're probably gonna do some things in that event that are akin to what you're gonna do inside of your Patreon. Mm -hmm. So Megan, maybe you just give us a little bit of like what you did on that event so we have some of an idea. Okay, so I started out, first of all, I started out with, um, because some of the things that I I offer songs from the vault, which are songs that I've, you know, some of my oldest fans who are still very engaged, haven't heard in decades, you know, and I have, um, and I also am offering up, a lot of new songs and and then one perk which is about sort of writing with me so i did i i started off i had a um this i'd found this outtake thing from an album a live album i did years and years and years ago and it's hilarious and so that was on when they all came in which was fun and then i did i played some songs that um were not that were from the vault and I played something I was working on. And then, and this was the main part of it, I um, wrote a song with them. So I, I, I asked for some volunteers and they, they answered some questions for me. And, and I wrote the song as, you know, and it was a love song um, because that was my theme, I think, was something old, something new, something borrowed and something blue. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was near, it was near Valentine's Day. And uh, so I, I I wrote this song and they had a blast with that. That was that was like that was really fun and and it got everyone got to know each other because you know the way that they the way the questions that they had to answer to to make this to write this song people really you know got to connect with each other. Yeah, that, that was an important part. So they don't all sit there and, and just be connected to me. It's like. This is, this is a community where you're all connected to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. That actually reminds me not to be jumping all over the place, but I feel like one of the biggest transformations that people go through in this program or the biggest journeys is that they kind of have to, I push everyone 
to really think hard about what their brand and their mission is beyond just like being an artist who has music. And then here you go, pay me, pay me to be like, we want to provide value. What does that look like? And I feel like something that we discovered um, along your journey was this idea of like allowing people to share their stories. Um, So can you talk about that experience, like figuring out how to kind of get your fans in on it and like what you really stood for and what you wanted to create beyond just like a Patreon? Yeah, I really wanted to create a community. I call it my Patreon playground because I wanted it to be a place where everybody could share stories with each other. And because I believe that when we share our stories, we, it creates empathy and um, connects us in a way that the world kind of needs right now. Yeah. So the challenge that I've had is that, and I, and I think I need to, I think I know what I need to do on this, but um, like I said, I might need to take my refresher course. The challenge <laughs> I've had is that I have uh, one level of perk where, so, so people connect, when they're when they come to the sounding board sessions and then I have um, a, a, a level the top tier of my thing is for people to co- come and write with me and that there's a lot of connection there but as far as when the the actual way patreon works I post they comment it's not that's not creating the community that I wanted to create yeah. and, I, and I was really hesitant about doing like a Facebook group or um, any, you know, I didn't want to do a Slack group because I didn't think my, and I, I still don't think my patrons would be really into that, but they would be into some kind of, I think they'd be into some kind of Facebook group or something. I just have to get myself into it. I want to find a way to keep, um, to connect them more. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I actually feel like I'm, I'm still finding, trying to find the answer to. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That, and that's so important in long, the journey of learning what happens, just like you said earlier, you don't know until you know, like you, you don't know until you do it. And we do our very best to create that initial offer, but something that's so important is that you will tweak it. And as you run it and as you get to know what you want and what your audience wants and what's working and what's not, I just talked to Russell last week and he said something similar where he was like, Some people love the Slack channel, but a lot of them aren't quite getting it. So we might have to make some adjustments. And sometimes you don't know that until you just dive in and try, right? So I love that you said that. And I think that's so important to acknowledge that like things will change. And just as you said earlier as well, you're going on tour and it's okay if things change to adapt to what you can literally do. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't start because things might change down the line. And it doesn't mean that you should box yourself in and be stuck forever, even if it's not working for you and your life anymore. And especially if it's not working for your fans. Like if you promised a uh, perk, but no one's really like doing it, no one's in on it, they're not really loving it. Like it's just not, there's not synergy there. You can just change it, right? You can swap it in or swap it out for something else or you can adjust the tiers if that's what needs to happen so that you can do what needs to happen for the Patreon to operate best and for both parties to get what they want out of it. Yeah. And I think that's really, and I'm, I'm listening to you and I need to hear that from my <laughs> Cause I do, I'm, I'm, I, I've been tweaking just with uh, on my own different things and not, I didn't officially change the tiers on it because I, I want to be able to communicate it to them, to my my fans and my patrons, 
And um, so I'm kind of still just playing with things. I need to do the the write an e uh, a post to everyone. Just say, hey, I now that things are a little different, I'd like to do this. And I um, I'm just coming upon that when you asked me if I wanted to be on this podcast, and I was like, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I'm 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 just at this point of like okay it's time to revisit just like you up, update your website and you do all those things you yep. you got to kind of it's a it's a living creature yes that it is <laughs> not a plug and play it isn't a plug and play and and there is I'm sure that uh, Russell said this there is work to be done <laughs> yes you know <laughs> not all roses and giggles when I first started. Um, I was writing so much more. So it was that 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 was like a no brainer. And then over the summer, as I've been touring more, it's it's different. Like I'm going to post something, it's going to be a video that I would never post on on YouTube or something because it's just um, it, it was at this fest that we just did and you can't hear the violin and stuff, but it's fun. And it's and I, you know, I'll share it with them. Um, so it's evolving. And then and we'll see where it lands. Yeah, yeah. But they seem to be enjoying it. So that is amazing. Okay. So back to the launch and actually putting it out there real quick. Is there anything else that you wanted to share or that you learned during that actual period? Um, I learned there's, there's a pace that has to happen. Um, when you're trying, when I, for me, at least when I was trying to figure out what to offer and it was, it was a, it was a slow and steady pace so that I could really listen to people and what they wanted. And I could, deal with all the stuff that was coming up for me and, and all that. But then when you get to the actual launch, you just have to, it's like the pace picks up times 10. And yeah. that was really hard for me because I, like I said, I tend to be, you know, tend to the ADD and I, and it was just like, wow, there's so much. Out of <laughs> <laughs> you just, you gave a, a great like template to, to plan everything out and you just have to do it. It's just um, it, like, don't, don't get freaked out right before the best part. And, <laughs> and, and I think it's also because you're like, okay, now it's really like, this is it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not testing ideas anymore. Yeah. Like, well, this is it. So um, just trust it and know that, yeah, this is it, but it can evolve. So it's not, it's not right. You're not writing this in stone and, and, and just, just, do it. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. Yeah. I, it's, that's so true. And it's like, you spend months and months prepping for it, but it's, and it, uh, we take months and months so that you don't have to like rush your way through the prep, right? That's what we don't want to do. And so that you're set up for success when you actually launch. But the only way to be successful when you actually launch is to show up fully and completely during that week. Not what I call ghost launching, like not posting and, and ghosting or posting and then never saying anything again. It's like you have to consistently email. You have to consistently post on socials. You have to consistently be answering the questions of potential patrons who are like, hey, I think I want to join. But like, what about this? What about that? And those are the things that really make or break your launch is showing up during it, which is a shift from all the behind the scenes work that you've been doing for months. So I'm glad you brought that up because it, it's true. It, it is a little bit different but you get to flex both muscles and learn how to do both inside of the program, um, which I think is amazing. And you crushed it. You crushed everything. <laughs> it was, I, I, it felt, it felt great. I mean, I, I, I remember thinking when we got to the, um, when we got to the, after the launch party and, you know, you're just trying to keep it out there and keep people signing up. And it, it's at that point, it felt very much like a, um, like a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo. 
and the stress of that it, I, I was remembering the stress of those i don't mm -hmm. like those this wasn't that stressful it was just like okay it's just you just you don't want to be doing that when you have even two big shows even yeah, one yeah. big show you want to be doing it when your focus is your job for that week and a half or whatever can't remember the time period is to 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 promote your patreon yeah you have to do that otherwise otherwise all that work was for for not like don't don't mess it up right at the end just do it <laughs> do it yes yes exactly okay so how did the launch go for you the launch was great i um i got i, I mean i think i got at the launch itself i got like um my, my most of my my people i got 30 some people i've had yeah I've had, I've had some drop-offs and some add-ons, so I'm still like sitting around that number because I haven't done anything to push it again. But mm -hmm. but the the launch was, you know, it was it was really successful. I think it felt successful to me. So yes, and that's what matters. First of all, <laughs> like I just talked to someone today or yesterday who was like, "Okay, I'm ready to do this," and like I literally just want three patrons in the first couple months, and I was like, "Yeah, girl, we're gonna get to that." <laughs> Like we're, and if that's what success looks like to you, beautiful. We will, we will exceed that goal. You know, some people might say, I want a hundred patrons in the first week and everyone has their different goals. What matters is that it was successful to you, but this was like, this was a huge moment where what it, we just said at the beginning, how many people were maybe engaged at eh, 20, 30, maybe 40. And you got 30 people in, within a week of launching. Like yeah. that is a huge, huge success. So I'm still so proud of you for that. A forever will be. Um, and how has it been running that Patreon now that it's been six months? Yes. Okay. So like I said, it's um, it's time for me to do some some tweaking. Um, running it is um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know paint it rosy. It's you gotta do it. You gotta um, and and I there were there's a couple things that happened. Um, one is that it does really motivate me to to sit down and and uh, record what I write, mm. and, it, and it so it, that's been that's been great. Um, there are times when I'm just like, oh my gosh, I haven't I I I feel like I haven't posted in in weeks. Wait, what do I need to post? I'm still not good at that. I need to make a schedule. Mm. I think you get me a schedule, and I don't. I haven't been like. So yeah, you definitely have one. So use that. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go and find that. Um, but 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 so the running of it has been still a learning experience, and um, and it's gratifying that there there are a couple of my fans who, in the running of this Patreon over the last six months, have gone from being fans to being super fans, and that's. That's been really cool. That's been really cool. Like, um, and then I've also realized that people who I thought were just, you know, like casual listeners of my music, it's like, oh no, you know what? They're really fans. So, so that's been, I've, I've been discovering that as I run it. Um, I also discovered that, like I said, sometimes people, sometimes people just, just like any email you send, sometimes they don't get, they don't look at it. Yeah, it goes yeah. to the spam folder. There are there are some things like that that have to be, you, you know, you need to kind of address. 
I, I put out a post saying, hey, everybody, please put this email address on your on your whitelist so that you can get notified when I post and stuff like that. And um, and the we also came out of the pandemic basically just as I was launching. Yeah. Right? We went from from everything being virtual and people that that's what people wanted to all of a sudden people are like, I don't want to be sitting at my computer at all. So um, I think that that's going to evolve and change again in September, which is kind of why I've been waiting to tweak until now. I think that when we go into the fall, it's going to be a little bit different. And I'm just trying to stay uh, OK with with letting it letting it evolve and change. Mm. So. That's, and I don't think I've had, I know I, I've spoken to Russell. Russell designed a huge, incredible Patreon, but his is a lot to do. I have a lot of patrons who are just like, I just want to support you. So don't stress out, <laughs> you know? So, so that's great. But then I have some who are like, hey, um, I didn't get a from the vault this this month and i'm like i'm so sorry let me put that up you know so keeping you on your toes keeping you committed right <laughs> yeah, it, is. it is it really does keep you committed and and it 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 should keep you organized too it's just that um i'm i'm kind of organized resistant <laughs> i'm like, using that phrase moving forward. <laughs> <Okay>. so funny <laughs> organized resistant kind of like waterproof. luckily i'm organized uh what's the opposite of resistant <laughs> an organizational sponge <laughs> so if you if you are like megan you're organized resistant then come into this program we'll give you everything you need russell said the same thing too he was like your brain just like operates in this fashion that mine doesn't and so obviously yes. you don't have to do everything the same way i do but sometimes it's helpful to have like templates or schedules or like tips for delegating stuff so that you can get it all done and stay organized. Yeah, I have to I have to mention this too that um that during the time that during the time that I was in your in this course with you, you moved. And I was like, "How in God's name is she <laughs> running this course and packing and moving to a completely new state?" all by herself. I'm like, what? <laughs> that, was, uh, uh, that was when I was just like, I'll bow to you, bow to you. Uh, I, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 uh, really did appreciate, uh, glomming on to your, your way of thinking to your, <laughs> and this, this, I'm going to now go. And, uh, when we get off, I'm going to go and find that schedule because I'm like, yeah, she are, she gave it to me. Go ahead and just use it. But I would recommend to anybody who does this that they they follow that. Yeah. 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 Because I'm I'm an I'm a good example of that it's it, it's tougher if you don't. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah. So just stay organized, stay on top of it. And uh okay so tell us for anyone who's listening to this podcast right now and is like Megan help you did it you you did it I'm thinking about it like what advice would you give to this person who's like, I think I want to launch a Patreon, but I just like, I'm not sure if I'm ready or I'm not sure if I should, or I'm not sure if I should join this program to do it. What would you say? Well, I would say whatever you do, are you offering the, 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 the calls where they can call and talk to you? Yep. We're having group calls every week, just like we did with, uh, with our round. So it's the same structure. But are they, are you offering, like, I know before I even decided to do it, I had an interview with you. Where oh, you yes. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's the application. You just get on an application call and we'll talk beforehand. Okay. I would, I would say, I would just say, listen, it, it, it takes nothing but a little bit of time to get on one of these application calls and Katie will answer all of your questions and you'll, you will see if her style works for you. I'm guessing it does will because it worked for a whole variety of people in, in, in our course and, um, and just start there start there and then give yourself permission to do something that is maybe out of your comfort zone because um because it can come back to you in you know tenfold that's that's what i would say say get on the call with you like that was that was huge for me yeah yeah just being able to 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 ask you questions and to to really see if you know, see for yourself, so this is, I'm talking to listeners, see for yourself how Katie is a very, very organized thinker and a very compassionate, patient, and I guess experienced coach. You're a very good coach. So, um, so, so do it. If you're going to do it, do it with Katie. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I have to say. You are going to make me cry. It's fun. <laughs> um, I love you. It's fun. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for saying that. And yeah, it's true. I think a lot of people hold themselves back from even getting on the call because they're like, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to like impose on you and don't or, do that. Just get on it. Yeah. Or, or I don't want to be sold on something that I will tell oh, you, yeah. no pressure. There is no there's no sales pressure on that call. It is not like you, you come out feeling like, oh, oh, I got to do this, you know, and I got to do it and, to get the free knives that, and, you know, <laughs> it's not that. It is just an information call to see if, if you're ready and, and, you know, to have your, your questions answered and, and then just, just uh, give yourself, give yourself credit for being able to do, to do it. Um, yeah. Yes, never once have I offered free knives as a bonus and I do, <laughs> I don't plan on ever doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So no against the knives. No free knives. No there, was free the, there was the knife sharpener, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fast action knife sharpener bonus. That's what you got. <laughs> um, no, but it's true. Like at the end of the day, when we get on this application call, I will tell it to you straight compassionately, but I'll tell you straight, if you're not a good fit or if, or if I just think that it's going to waste your money to join this program, I will tell you that because I'm not in the business of selling things to people who don't need the things that I sell. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Right. Are there people out there who do that? Maybe, but not me. So if it's not a good fit, I'll tell you. If it is a good fit, I'll tell you and we'll talk about what it looks like for you. But at the end of the day, you always have the choice to join and I'm never going to pressure you or bully you into doing anything <laughs> That doesn't make sense. I don't want to work with people unless people want to be in my program. And that's what makes the best relationship coaching wise. Yes. And there's no, no pressure, bullying, no shaming. I, I have, I have encountered, you know, the people who kind of just make you feel like you're somehow feel ashamed if you, if you, you got on this call, but you're not going to do it. Mm. None of that either. It's just. Yeah. So, so get on the call and, and, and find out if you're the right fit, because if you are, you got a lot to gain from it.
I'm making money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you said, you made back your investment already, right? So that's a good sign. <laughs> good sign. It's a very good sign. So. Amazing. Okay. So before we wrap up, tell us like what you're up to upcoming, how we can keep up with you and how we can join your Patreon. Okay. Well, my Patreon is at, uh, my Patreon playground is on Patreon. Uh, look for Megan Carey. It's M-E-G-H-A-N and Carey is like Carey Grant, C-A-R-Y. And I would love for you to come and check it out and, and come play with us on the playground because we, you know, we, we're having fun, especially when we all get together and uh, on Zoom and things. Um, and what else am I up to? I just, I'm, I'm working on a new musical. So a lot of, a new, for, for Broadway and I was working on it before. Casually. And, yeah. Huh? Just casually working on a new musical for Broadway. Like no big. <laughs> well, well, it's been, and it's been exciting lately because we just got, um, you know, we, re, we got reinvigorated after, um, we, we took a pause during COVID and now we're back at it and I just rewrote the opening number and, uh, you know, doing things like that. So, so I'm working on that and that's a that's going to be showing up more and more on the, on my Patreon as you get to little, little, uh, free taste tests of, uh, new songs and things. And I'm also, I just, uh, debuted a new, a new project called Tangled Humans, which is a, sort of a super band with uh, Marion Halliday, who is a phenomenal singer songwriter out of Louisville, Kentucky, Peter Farrell, who is my music partner and my husband and myself. And we, um, we play with all sorts of different people wherever we go. And, and that's why we're Tangled Humans. We, we kind of tangle in all different ways. And um, we just debuted at the Philly Folk Fest to a really great response. And, uh, and we're, that's my new baby. And I have a show with them for, with that group, uh, tonight. So amazing. Yeah. And if you want to find out about tangled humans, you can go to tangledhumans.com. But if you want to find out just about my music, you can go to megancarry.com and join my mailing list. Cause I'd love to, you know, just keep you in the know. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today, sharing all this wisdom and insight and your experience. It's been incredible to watch you launch and run your Patreon and you are just doing amazing things in the world. So thank you, Megan, for coming on. You are so welcome. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.